We have a great portfolio review for you today. We talk a lot about the new GTLDs, plus we have a classic investor-submitted portfolio, an interesting one. Uh, in addition, at the end, Jebediah makes an interesting announcement about something new and exciting coming from Donuts. And Dave Evanson makes a fortuitous mistake because he said the date wrong at the end of the show. I'm beginning the show with the right date. Cedo uh, has an auction going on right now, including a number of fourletter.coms. It ends um, between, depending on what time zone you're in, between September 30th and October 1st. So check it out. Hey, Sherpa Network, I'm Tess Diaz, executive producer of DomainSherpa.com, and today we are doing a classic Domain Sherpa review. This is the show where we get into the minds of successful domain name investors using real examples so we can learn strategies and tactics to become better investors ourselves. We will do our classic three segments to the review. We'll start off learning what the Sherpas recently bought or sold. Next, we'll discuss in value an investor-submitted domain name portfolio. And finally, we'll preview some domains going to auction soon at namejet.com and whether the Sherpas think they're a good investment opportunity for you. Joining us today are three past Sherpas and industry thought leaders. We have Dave Evanson of CEDO. Hey, Dave, what's happening? How are you, Tess? Good, thanks. Delighted to see you and the entire world behind you on your big map. Um, right. Jebediah Burnett of Donuts, what's going on? Going. Good to see you again. You too. And Jeff Sass.club, what's happening? Well, hello there, Tess. Nice to see you. <laughs> nice to see you, Jebediah. Nice to see you, Dave. I've got my microphone here and my radio Good voice on today. Welcome to Domain Sherpa. Will you be playing music for us later? Uh, we're going to be spinning some great domains here today. So stay tuned. <laughs> Nice. Um, off to a great start. <laughs> so uh, what's new Sherpas? So you're going to share one purchase or sale you've made over the past few weeks, and we'll get to learn what you paid for it. But first, the guessing part is the best part. A little bit of psychology, but mostly just what's going on in the market today. Um, so always curious to see what you guys bring uh to the show in particular. Uh, so who is first? Sorry, I should have that ready. Okay, hmm. okay Dave, let's jam. Okay, so CEDO brokers really are not supposed to buy or sell names for ourselves, uh, so I don't. But um, recently sold as a broker, memento.com. Memento.com. Memento. 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 M-E-M, not M-O-M, right? M-E-M. Most people say Memento, but Memento. Memento, yeah. Like the movie. I like it. And it's, you know, has some, well, we won't talk about it yet. All right. Jebediah, you go first. What do you think? Sold. First. Um... Dave sold it, so we know we're into five figures at least. Um, I'm gonna go. Oh, 
Did you broker it, Dave? Yourself? Yeah. yeah. Um, 82.5. Very specific. All right, 82.5. And that is a good question. Um, Dave, are you the most senior broker at CEDO? I am by far in every way that you define senior. <laughs> <laughs> Especially age. But yes, we have several really good brokers, but um, I, I do think for the 10 years that I've been there, and I hit 10 years last week. Congratulations. Thank you. I could be wrong, but I do think that I was the top broker for all 10 years. I could be wrong. Certainly the last seven or eight, but we do have some very good brokers. Well, congratulations on they're both. All, they're all, thank you. They're all much younger than me. Well, you bring a lot of experience and uh, quite the background. I love that we just updated your bio on Domain Sherpa if anyone wants to look. Um, all right, but Jeff, stop lollygagging. Okay. So I think, so, so Memento is a great name. It's a name you can save and treasure like a, like a memento. Uh, I, um, <laughs> my initial feeling was very similar to Jebediah's in that range. So my, my decision now is do I go higher or lower, a little higher, a little lower, but I'm, I'm pretty sure since Dave brokered it and it went probably to an end user, it was at the, the high end of what you could get for that name because Dave, as he just told us, is the best. And um, the best, I was, I was going to say seventy-eight thousand, but, but I'm going to, I'm going to go ninety and go above Jebediah just for fun. So I'm going to say ninety thousand. Okay, so you're both pretty close to each other. Um, I see a lot of business opportunity in engravings. Or um, I had a friend who spent this past weekend digitalizing her old photo albums. Um, and I don't know if autographed sports memorabilia falls under Memento, but I'm curious. I bet you know by now, Dave. Um, <laughs> that's what I love about brokering domains. You become an, expert, an expert in the most random <laughs> things. Um, that should be a question we ask every broker who comes on. Like, what's your most interesting random niche that you know about because of a domain? That um, could be dangerous. That could be very dangerous. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That would be dangerous. Um, so Dave, give us the number. So it turns out that actually uh, it was a published sale and it was 148000 Wow. Uh, now, I did say that I brokered it, but let me qualify that. I did broker it, but it actually was a, was a lead that came into CEDO. You know, there's a lot of very good marketplaces out there today. At one time, I think CEDO was the only one. But our marketplace is still quite strong. You know, we have competition, but still quite strong. So in this particular case, um, a buyer came in and um, bid on it. But I don't remember the exact numbers, and I probably can't share too much detail, but I think the offer may have been like 25,000, something like that. Uh, but with the seller's permission, I did speak with the buyer and, and went back and forth between buyer and seller. Uh, it became a brokerage uh, transaction because it moved out of the marketplace and it did close at 148. Uh, it is an end user. I honestly don't know yet. If the last time I looked was about a month ago and they had a, they're not using it yet. Um, I probably should have looked this morning, but did not. 
but I'm sure that they will use it, and I'm sure that they will be selling a lot of interesting um, items. Um, and uh, they have to be quite good at web development. They have some other webs, you know, other sites. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they come up with. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, Hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, they are not live yet. Right. And it's been, uh, it's, it's been a little more than two weeks. I didn't realize you wanted to cut down. It's like six weeks, I think. Uh, but oh, this one doesn't count. Another one. Uh, Another one. <laughs> rules. Do a different one. Well, I like this one in part because it was an inquiry that came in. And most of the time, our brokers, the premium brokers, including myself, are reaching out on behalf of a seller on, with the name on the contract and we go find buyers. Sometimes um, I do get involved with, you know, we do get a lot of inquiries as do other marketplaces. And uh, sometimes I get involved. This one, I got involved uh, thinking that it's going to go a lot higher and I want to make sure it went a little higher. And I think frankly it would have been even more if there wasn't a spelling, slight spelling issue, but um, so pretty, I thought it was a fair price. I thought the seller was happy. The end user may have spent more than he wanted to, but their business model is such that they will make plenty of money with it. Um, and how was the process? I mean, were they just lowballing at 25K or did they need some education on the domain name value? Yeah, I don't actually remember if it was exactly 25K. It might've been a little bit higher, but um, I would say that they were, um, uh, low bowling, but hopeful, um, and thinking that, uh, you know, in the economy today with everything going on, that it may have been closer to 50,000, but it was, you know, it was, a, it was less than a third of the final price for sure, as I recall. And, uh, they may have figured that people need cash and they may luck out and you know, get an acceptance. As I recall, uh, the, of course, the seller's um, expectations were higher than the final price. So it really was a good example of a compromise going back and forth, back and forth. The only thing I didn't do in this particular case, and I admit it, is I didn't go find the buyer. The buyer did come to CEDO. But we were working with the seller and we had his names listed and he has some good names. That's great. And what, what triggered... Um, uh, it from being just the automated process. Did someone notice it? Does CETO flag that kind of thing? Or is, is there like a back-end appraisal versus? Um, it's, it's all the above. Um, sometimes, sometimes a buyer or a seller will reach out to a broker at CETO, either a broker that they've heard of or they've worked with, or they might even go to customer service and ask for a broker. Sometimes, um, the seller or the buyer does go directly to a broker, like I was, you know, was suggesting. Uh, and it could be because of an appraisal that was done. It could be because um, they are confused about um, the seller's expectations or the seller wants to know a little bit more about the motivations of the buyer, which we do not share um, the identity of the buyer. We don't even share the identity of the seller unless it's, listed on the site somewhere on the, you know, on their site or, or who is the public. Um, but, um, 
uh, a seller can see in the marketplace what country the bidder is from and how long the bidder has been with CETO and how long the, um, and how active the buyer is. On the other hand, a buyer can see, I believe, same, well, he can see how long the seller has been with us and how active. Uh, now, when they come from different countries and different bidding cultures, sometimes they want somebody in between to help with, you know, um, ironing out, smoothing out the differences. Ooh, Dave, I'm curious, did, did the alternate spelling, because memento and momento, actually, they're alternate spellings for the same meaning. Of course, memento is best known for the movie, probably, which was a, a great, great film. Yeah. Um, and momento.com, excuse me, I did the dot club. Uh, I did the opposite of what other people do, right? I, I mistook dot club, dot com for dot club. That's okay. But, You're very uh, did the existence of memento.com come into play with this negotiation in any way, or the fact that the same similar meanings, very similar spellings, and one existed and one was for sale? It did, and I brought it up, and I said to the seller, you know, I'm not trying to force your price down here, but I do want you to know there's a bunch of pluses and minuses around this thing, and one minus is what you just mentioned. And I said, and uh, I don't know how significant, how significant it is for the buyer, didn't talk to the buyer about it, but but you should be aware, Mr. Seller, that um, that's a, you know, that can hurt. Did the buyer bring it up and use it as part of their negotiation or no? The buyer did not bring it up, as I recall. And I didn't bring it up with the buyer. No, of course. Right, but the seller, the seller understood. Um, as I recall, the seller did not think it was much of an issue because this is domain. And I didn't think it was a huge issue, but I do think if there's only one spelling, uh, you're right. It would have been worth another, uh, I'm a, I don't know how much, maybe 20,000 more, 10,000 more, 30,000 more. Not really sure. But you're, you're right for bringing that up. And no problem about you bringing up that club because every time I see you, I see your club shirt and I see you. That's right. And you mentioned that club a lot, so it's okay. And I have, I'm here in the, the uh, dot club offices in New York, which don't exist. Uh, Jeff, you're a master marketer. <laughs> he is. He wrote a good book, too. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, I liked it. My kids liked it, too. Um, Dave, that's a great sale. Congrats. Um, I had a question that I lost, but if I remember it, um, I'll come back to you. Uh, one yeah. easy question. One <laughs> easy question. I'll see what I can do. Um, Jeff, what'd you buy or sell lately? Okay, so as, as usual, I will mention a, a Duck Club sale. And in honor of Dave's 10th anniversary, this sale was actually made by CETO. So it's probably not on your radar, so I'm not worried about, about um, Dave knowing about it. But the name is singles.club. Singles, plural. Singles.club. And it was sold by CETO. And is, I think it's fair to ask, was it a registry reserve? Yes. Yeah, so it was a registry. It was one of our names, but we list, we list most of our premium names on CETO as well as other places. So, yes. Okay. Um, all right, Dave, you got to guess first now. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know the answer, but uh, I will say that that's a very good example of, uh, of, of something to the left of the dot that works well with a new G to the right of the dot. Uh, clubs have been around a little bit longer than a lot of the new Gs, but um, I like it a lot. Um, 
There are there are a lot of um, dating sites already, but there seems to be plenty of opportunity for slices and dices of clubs or or um, forums or societies around certain niches. Um, I would say um, I could be way off. I don't know. I'd say thirty thousand. Okay. Jebediah. I'm going to go higher, um, quite a bit higher. Of I mean, course you are. <laughs> I think that's a fantastic name, Jeff. Um, uh, like Dave said, I mean, there's, there's almost infinite uses for that right now, especially in the current trend that we're in online, you know, singles club, online singles club. There's Zoom dating now. There's all sorts of craziness <laughs> with, with online things. So, I'm going to say, um, I'm going to round it out, but I, I do think it was a six figure name, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say hundred grand. Okay. Um, well, as, as I mentioned here before, we took a lot of our five figure names and lowered their prices a little bit to get them into the registrar channel. So this fell into that category. So that actually was a great sale for the buyer. It yeah. sold for $8,100. Wow. So. Oh yeah. my God. Oh man. Yeah, so it was a great. Ah. It's, live, it's already a live. It's a live nice. dating site already, so it, it's in use. But um, you know, as I mentioned before, as a registry, we have so much inventory that that when it comes to pricing our premium names, a lot of the great names, we've had a lot of rethinking over the years, and and lately we're leaning more towards volume than high individual prices. And and so we've taken a lot of names that were previously priced at twenty five, thirty, even forty or fifty thousand dollars, and lowered them dramatically because we have the inventory and we end up selling a lot more of them. And for us, we want it to be in use. You know, it's much more valuable to us in the long term if the name is out there being used than sitting on a virtual shelf somewhere. Makes sense. Absolutely. Um, I wonder your thoughts, all three of you, on community domains right now and updating the pricing on those. I feel like people recognize the need to update look, therapy domains, um, health and medical domains, those, those prices. Um, but I know in 2019, there was a lot of talk about, you know, community is the new moat. Um, everything is moving towards creating more and more community online and how that builds up your customer base, your referrals, your everything, right? Social shares. But um, I think, the um, COVID crisis has just exceptionally accelerated that. Um, I know that, you know, Drew and I had some talks about um, one of my favorite domains in the um, media options portfolio and just how, I don't know, um, we have stuff going on with it. I don't want to say anything, but um just the connection, the community. I, I personally think any name in that, arena needs to be uh, repriced um, right away. I think $8,000 is a steal. Yeah, it was, it was a good, good buy for the buyer. But again, we're happy to see the name in use. But it's interesting what you said, uh, Tess, because actually, obviously, the extension club represents community and passion and people gathering around common interests. And we've seen not just a, an uptick in our premium name sales, um, but literally, you could look at the charts from some of our top registrars, and you can see the jump in just registration volume starting in March. I mean, literally March, April, May, June, July till mm -hmm. now, there's a distinct 
uptick in registrations um, during this time. And I think part of that is, is for the reasons you mentioned that, that people are building more online communities and, and they're, they're, you know, the name dot club actually fits that theme and that model very nicely. And, and so we've seen a, an organic growth um, since the pandemic started, which has been interesting. Have you restructured um, your marketing plan based on that? Because I know you have a very specific marketing plan of making this available via every channel possible, lowering your prices to assist with adoption. Um, has, has that continued throughout this? Or I think we, we've done a lot of um, content around um, websites that have been popping up using a doc club name that, that are serving the new world in this environment. So we've highlighted a lot of uh, businesses like stream.club, which actually built a platform so that you can monetize a Zoom meeting. So for people giving various types of lessons from their home, stream.club gives them a way to monetize that, you know, using Zoom as the video chat platform uh, and a number of other businesses like that that have cropped up. So we've certainly been highlighting um, businesses using a dot club name that are serving this kind of new world we're entering this hybrid market of of online and, and not online activities coming together um, in terms of repricing our names I don't think we've repriced anything specific to the pandemic or the current situation but as a general rule we have an ongoing process of reevaluating repricing names both up and down so certain names their prices will go up certain names their prices will go down um, based on activity based on trends you know based on keeping activity in the registrar channel high so it's a constant process and over the six years since we've launched our premium name strategies have shifted and changed you know as as the marketplaces have changed Interesting. So I'm on the site now and um, two things stand out to me. Just Which site? Use... Singles.club? Yes. Um, they... <laughs> Just checking. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so they say they have more than 30,000 new users monthly. So uh, it sounds like maybe a company upgrading. Um, but also interesting, one of the primary things that they say is join the most innovating dating phenomena. And it sounds like, again, that's a use of, and Jeb and I, I know we've talked about this, a use of a, a new TLD being um, connected to the idea of innovation. Um, so pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, test. Oh, I'm sorry, if we have time, one more comment on this topic um, that you bring up community. I, I think it's a great question and I, you know, definitely, as Jeff was saying, over the last several months, is more and more domains being used for online activities around club, around community. One, one area which I don't think took, has taken off yet, which, which I've been wondering about because I have a couple of educators in the family, is um, communities around kids, whether it's five years old or into high school. And I think they haven't taken off yet, but they will now. I think that as we speak, a lot of kids are learning remotely and teachers are teaching remotely. And um, particularly on the kids' side, the younger they are, the less comfortable they have been with online learning because they're not used to it. Now that they're going back to school and the educators are much more organized and prepared because a lot of, a lot of the schools went overnight to remote back in, what, April? March, April? March. By the summer to you know, get ready. So I, I expect to see 
some um, you know kids communities, um, but some of, and some of them will be um, you know a lot of them will be for profit, you know selling tutorial services or toys for kids or things that they can do at home. So yeah, I think that's a great point, Dave. And I think just I have a seven year old at home, and there are already. Um, a lot of entrepreneurs that have sort of gravitated to that and jumped on that and realized, you know, like you had mentioned tutorials, like building uh, learning modules online that include physical education within your home or, um, you know, we've participated in zoom birthday parties. Um, you know, so the, the online party market, the online sort of community around children is starting to take place, which, would probably lead me to something I've said for a very, very long time, and I know Tess has heard me say this as well, that updated domain extensions are an amazing opportunity for that. And I think Jeff sees that too, because, hey, if it's .pizza, it's .club, it's .ninja, it's something kind of fun, they're, they're seeing that. And we're, I'm working with a lot of investors and a lot of developers right now that are seeing that opportunity for kids and legacy extensions just they're not available so um but yeah the the communities there are certainly upticking and and you're seeing a lot of entrepreneurs jumping on that which is awesome it's good to see especially as a parent it's nice to see (laughs) and and as you said you know with the updated extensions I, i like that phrase um they also can help you stand out you know as there's more and more businesses going online now that creates more and more clutter um, and, you know, you're always looking for a way to stand out and, and having an extension that's a little bit different or add some flair or context to the word to the left of the dot is the left of the dot, excuse me, is definitely a way to stand out. Did you mean to say left of the dot club? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> you meant to say left of the dot club, right? Yeah. Just rolls after dot. <laughs> I, um, I think you're right, Dave, that it has been slower. I think that yes. most likely it has to do with, you know, a lot of the, I mean, first of all, there's just so much low hanging fruit in general for this yeah. pandemic. Um, but also for kids, there's probably a lot more legal concerns. Um, I've been really surprised at, um, at how non-connected many of my eight-year-olds friends' parents are in terms of like they've never used Zoom, they've net like they feel like it's some huge change or adaptation. And I'm like, really? Um, or um, so I think it's it, user adaption is a little bit larger than I thought um, that adjustment. Um, but I also think like I've been talking to my kid's teacher, and they're trying to figure out how to a kid can take a test in class and turn it in. And I know a teacher at another school who told me she literally is collecting papers. She has to have them sit for 24 hours and then she grades the papers. And then she has to let them sit for 24 hours before she gives them back to the kids. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's not gonna last. So I think a lot of new, technologies are going to develop, but also a ton of new um, businesses, services. Um, it's going to be very interesting. For sure. For uh, sure. Well, anyway, um, 
Jebediah, give it up. What'd you buy or sell lately? Well, very similar to Dave as the senior broker for donuts. We don't do a lot of buying on our own. So this is a sale that came from our team. Uh, shout out to Blake Gomez, who's been with donuts since Donuts and Right Side since day one. And he's phenomenal. Great to work with. I've worked with him my whole career. So what's his um, name? Blake Gomez. Um, so the domain name was IC dot group. IC dot group. Group. IC dot group. So is that a two letter? The letter I, the letter C? Correct. Yes. Interesting. Okay. I like it. So that could be like inter international-children.group. <laughs> could be, maybe, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, we, we had a, a big discussion about two-letter two domains the last time I was on Sherpa. Um, I see that group. I see that group. Okay, who, who, who do you want to go first, Tess? I don't know. It's just killing me not to Google it, but I abide <laughs> by the rules, too. Um, at, let's give Dave a hard time. It's his anniversary. <laughs> He's showing off how much expertise he has in the industry. Dave, you totally specialize in dot coms. Let's, let's, <laughs> you can't cheat off Jeff's guess. <laughs> Dave's well, never coming I'm, on the show again, right? I know, <laughs> I know absolutely. I know that um, Donuts and, and other, uh, other companies that offer new extensions I've had some very nice sales. Donuts obviously has so many extensions. Um, I'm trying to think of the dot group sales that I'm aware of. Um, and I see it's, it is a two letter. You know, I was kidding when I said international children, just because we were talking about, you know, before. But I, I is good for international, internet, incorporated. Um, and C is a very good letter as well. I see dot group. Um, Oh, uh, 10,000. Okay. So uh, I think that this is a clear example where it, it has to have gone to, in my opinion, to, to an end user, a company that calls it, that is IC, IC Group, right? It's, it's just a good company. It's a good, solid corporate name, as Dave right. pointed out. The I and the C could stand for uh, quite a few different things, and, and Group is a pretty common corporate um, corporate name. So I'm assuming it went to someone who is called IC group and therefore they really wanted it because it's, you know, an exact match to their brand. So I'll go a little bit higher um, than Dave and thinking since again, this was someone who really wanted the name because it's an exact match for their brand. So I will say 225, $22,500. All right. I want in on this. I'm going for, um, Oh, no, no, now Jebediah is smiling. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was going to go for like 17, but now that Jebediah is smiling like that, I love um, your like mischief face. <laughs> Are we playing poker now or is this the main Sherpa? What's going I think on? the main Sherpa is always poker. Don't you? <laughs> All right, let's go. Dave, right on the nose. Ah, really? So yeah, this is uh, this is actually a really cool deal because it um, it was an outbound sale by Blake. Um, the company was using a hyphenated .net domain, and they immediately saw the opportunity to upgrade 
shorter, more concise, direct to what their brand is. Um, and this was also a name where we offered um, premium registrations um, or premium renewal um, over time. So it had a lower purchase price, but a premium renewal. And they chose to, um, to basically buy that out. So they paid, uh, they paid, uh, excuse me, paid 10,000 for it. And then they have a standard renewal on the domain now. So, uh, yeah, so after, an after a number of years, I'll be right. After a number of years, I'll be right. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, explain how that's structured and how that is, um, can be an option. So, I mean, just like, like Jeff said, as a registry, our goal is to get end users to use our domains. And yes, this company is called IC Group. That, that's their brand. That's who they are. Um, so they wanted to use the domain name, but a annual renewal, larger annual renewal, just didn't work for them. So they offered a higher purchase price um, and with the caveat of a, of a standard dot group renewal. Um, and as the registry, we can review that and we made the decision to accept that. So, Oh, so it's not like a standard line item. It's part of the yeah, negotiation. No, it's... I mean, there has to be, for lack of a better term, extenuating circumstances or, um, you know, direct conversation. You can't go to your local registrar and say, I don't want to pay that. I want to pay this um, for a registry name. So, um, and ironically, and I think Jeff might be able, well, I don't remember if, and I apologize, Jeff, I don't remember if Dot Club has premium renewals on any No, of we have only standard renewals. Yeah. Um, but we've actually seen a large uptick of premium renewals um, being registered. So domain names with premium renewals who are aware of premium renewals and companies actually, instead of having like one of our platinum level domains, you know, our $50,000, $75,000 domain names, they'll take a small discount on the domain, but accept a larger renewal. So um, it's kind of a unique circumstance because for the first couple of years, in the new program, that was not the case. And now um, I think just economy circumstances, people are willing to take a little bit less out of their pocketbook today, knowing that, you know, eventually things will get back to normal and, and they'll pay a little bit more, you know, in the years to come. But right now they want their brand online. They want their, their name online and they want to, they want to get there as fast as possible. So being a registry, we can, we can work with them, but, but yeah, IC Group was a, a great deal for the buyer, um, and especially coming off of a hyphenated .NET domain. Yeah. Um, it's now it's a perfect match for their company. So. And was there a difficult education piece for Blake with, I mean, when you just reach out, they're not even looking to fix that train wreck. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, um, I think there's a little bit of education. I, I don't, you know, in, in any any outbound sale, you're, you're going to have to educate them why, why whatever you're selling them is, is important to them. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's easier than other times. And in this case, you know, when your name is broken up by some weird punctuation mark and a, a domain extension that, you know, if we're going to say com is king, net is a different court altogether. So, um, you know, most people know that. And um, so when they can get the most concise exact version, that education probably wasn't too extreme. It just made sense. They, they just needed to be aware of dot group. Um, and luckily there actually are a lot of public dot group sales. 
So um, both registry sales and aftermarket sales. So that's pretty cool. Um, Sold.domains lists out a bunch of them. So it's good. I heard, Very nice. I heard that since, since you joined um, Donuts, the demand for Donuts domains has really skyrocketed and prices are going up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> prices go up for sure, but I don't know about um, demand is, is self-perpetuating. So, um, but, um, but no, I think um, just awareness is happening, you know, just with the circumstances in the world right now. Everybody wants to go online and everybody wants to find their own identity online. And, you know, being real, when you do a search for a domain name, yes, you're probably going to look for .com first and you're probably going to see it's already sold. So then a great new choice is what's relevant to me. And it can be anything, .club, .group, .pizza, you know. We've had a lot of inquiries on .services, .live, .social, so .life, .world. Um, I mean, they just speak to people right now, which is great. Well, it has to do with relevance and context. And suddenly with, with these domain extensions that are words with meaning, you know, not the purely generic ones, right. they can add real context to a domain name and to the phrase on both sides of the dot. And when, when I've always been a strong believer that when you can create your exact match brand on both sides of the dot, like I see group or any of the clubs that is a real club that uses a dot club, right. that's extremely powerful from a marketing perspective and saves you money on SEM and, and just, just really makes it much easier for people to remember and find you. Mm -hmm. I agree. The timing, I'm sorry. Go Dave. The, the timing is very good. I think for new GTLDs, particularly when what's to the left and the right makes sense together, you know, like yep. Jeff was alluding to. Um, Tess brings up a good point that uh, a lot of people still aren't aware of um, Zoom. Um, I've been saying, for, I've been involved in the space now for like 22 years. I really believe that the number of people that don't know, it seems like it. I'm talking about people that are my age as, as I, and even younger people, that even know that you can buy a domain name. Somebody, some don't even know what a domain name is. Today, what's happening with the pandemic is, as a lot of people have said, the move towards online and digital is accelerating. Maybe it's accelerated by five years. I don't really know. But um, it's definitely accelerated a lot more than it has been year to year over the last 22 years, what I've seen. So some people are coming online now or wanting to open up their own shops, whatever. They may not even realize it. They probably know .com is the biggest, but they, they may not realize how strong .com is relative to the others. So if they see um, a combination of left and right makes sense, and what's on the right is any one of the extensions that you mentioned, uh, or or you know or others, um, they might go for it. They they may not think that they're missing out by as much as they would think maybe if they were involved in the space for a long time and only working with dot .com. So. It's an interesting time for. Uh... That's a great, a really good point, Dave, because it's someone who's just first timer. They're going into the store for the first time and they're seeing what's on the shelves and all these different extensions are on the shelves. They assume maybe it was always like that. You know, I haven't seen these in use, but I'm not online a lot. Now I 
you know, they don't know what the past was if they're coming to the yeah. market new. And that's what a lot of people do. I mean, I have in my own family and circle people who were never online before, never had a website, you know, still use an AOL email address. And suddenly they've had to get domains and launch a website and, and do these things and, and bring their businesses online. So for them, it's a first time experience. Right. Some of them might walk into the store and see the prices and say, wow, dot com is priced so high. Who would buy that? You know, so there's a window, but the window is still open because the pandemic is not going, I, I don't assume, I assume it's not going away very quickly. Even after it goes away, if it ever does, and hopefully it will, people will remember for a while. Oh, yeah. And the businesses that have shifted to some or all of their business online now, they're not going to backtrack. They'll be hybrid going forward. They're not going to turn off all the digital stuff they suddenly launched during this time. They're going to move into some sort of hybrid existence where it'll be a mixture of both online and offline. I see that with, yeah. you know, doctors who suddenly are doing a lot of telehealth. They're not going to scale it back when their offices open up. They'll offer both right. options to their patients to come yeah. in or to do it via telehealth. So yeah, well, well, it's a hybrid future. Well said. That's not exactly what I meant. What I meant was there'll still be new new ones coming in even after the pandemic's over because they will see what happened. But I agree with that. Yeah. I think, too, that um, um, going with your analogy of someone walking into a store for the first time, seeing all these options, but also, you know, we all know we're looking at a very difficult economic future, if not present, and that's going to affect and make people more open-minded to a new TLD if they haven't seen it before or if they aren't super comfortable. They're going to take the time to get educated um, in, instead, you know? Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, uh, real quick, uh, Jebediah, you mentioned sold.domains. I have never mm -hmm. heard of that before. I looked it up. It looks like it's Constantinos who runs onlinedomain.com. And then, so he created sold.domains just specifically for new GTLD um, uh, sales. Is that right? I believe so. Yeah, I believe it's, um, you can do it. The tool I use a lot um, just to double check like what public sales have been done in the updated extensions. So I've never checked it for, um, you know, legacy extensions or anything, but um, I believe it's just updated. Okay. So, and just truly curious what about name bio like doesn't i thought name bio had all the extensions do they or no they do um i'll admit in the in the updated extension world like name bio is a little bit behind um both from um just lack of information being put out there by um by sellers and registries and stuff like that as well as um i'm partial to dot domains names so it's like, what? I just go there because that's the world I live in. So, um, you know, but yeah, NameBio does have great information across the board. Like when, just like anything, as long as it's being fed the proper data, it, it spits out great data. Um, okay. It just, I don't think it's been fed very well with the, with the updated extensions. Interesting. Okay. And then I'm seeing on sold.domains too, it's a great place to go probably if you're trying to educate a buyer in that space, like he has it built out, you know, 2020 top 20 sold domains, 2019, mm -hmm. 18, 17, you know, um, yep. makes it, you know, does a good education piece on the, um, the new TLDs like that. So, um, okay. Uh, next we have, so we have not done a, oh, sorry guys. Uh, 
Let's take a moment for our sponsors who uh, support us in our mission to educate everyone in the domain industry and connect us. FD was built by domain investors to increase your inquiries, sales, and profit. Forget spreadsheets and archived emails. Manage your entire investment portfolio in one place using a secure and completely confidential platform. Learn more at FT.com. That's E-F-T-Y. FT.com. So time for the um, domain portfolio review. It has been a while since we've done one, mostly because most of the submissions are just kind of the same. Um, and so this one is, I think, a uh, more quality submission. I specifically reached out to Jeff and um, Jebediah because it's mostly uh, your type of domains. Um, and I'm really excited to hear what you have to say. I also want to give a quick shout out. Um, this, this portfolio is from Burned in Dusseldorf. Uh, Drew was going to be on the show, but then when we had both Jeff and Jebediah say yes, um, he, he bowed out. But um, Burnt gave a very special hello to Drew from Drew's wife, Anna's hometown of Dusseldorf. Um, he has fond memories of having coffee with Drew once. Um, so um, anyway, he also made a generous donation to the Fred Hutch uh, Cancer Research. Uh, thank you very much for that. Um, so... Let's do this, Jeff. So I have a Düsseldorf connection too, by the way. My dad was born in Düsseldorf, so there. Wow. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Why? How are you German? Well, my, yeah, my dad was born in Germany. Yes. <laughs> okay. And he immigrated to the U.S. Well, I don't know. Yeah, they came. He was he was about two when they came to the United States, two years old. But he was born in Düsseldorf, and I still have some distant relatives there. Oh, really? Did you learn German growing up? Nine. <laughs> Did you eat the German food growing up? Yes. <laughs> much too much of it. Uh, plenty, of brat, plenty of bratwurst before I became vegan. Uh, my son was, um, one, one of my sons was born in Germany. Um, but it was just because of, I was over there. Um, my ex-husband was in the military. Um, but he was born in a tiny little German um, hospital. And um, there was... It was way better than any American experience. Um, but that's what you guys are here for, to talk about giving birth in Germany, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're on your own with that one. Actually, <laughs> you know, speaking, I know Kate Buckley is like the expert on um, looking at words, but I love the, um, the way that Germans utilize the verb. Like in English, we say like the woman is giving birth. But in German, it's like the child is the actor of that verb. And I just thought that was so fascinating wow. and really pretty accurate. And I think, you know, when I was looking at the different birthing experiences, I could see like their entire mentality is different because they see it as the child being the one in, in that um, the power or um, movement position. And in America, we see it as like a health problem for a woman. Um, but anyway, um, words are interesting and <laughs> they inform culture and vice versa. Culture informs the development of words. So with that said, uh, Jeff, uh, what do you think about this portfolio? 
Yeah, so so I think um, there are some names in here I liked, and there's some names in here that um, didn't like as much. And it's interesting because even with the same extension, you can see examples of when it kind of works, in my opinion, better in some cases than in other cases. So, um, for example, I mean, .world is a great extension in a lot of use cases. And I think that obviously sneaker.world and vegan.world are great brands for, you know, online commerce, obviously for sneakers and, and vegan. I just, they opened up a new restaurant not far from where I live called Vegan Village, you know, so it's Vegan World. It could be, you know, obviously I'm a little bit partial since I've been vegan for a long time, but, you know, those are instances where it works very well. Um, one where I think it doesn't work as well, for example, for reasons we talked about before is like Baby's World. And of course, you're hearing me say it or watching me say it, but babies in this case is spelt B-A-B-Y-S. So it's, it's, it's either, you know, it's missing an apostrophe if it's possessive or it's misspelt if it's plural. And so I just think it's, it, it just doesn't pass the radio, radio test. And even though in theory, a baby's world is a, is a great concept for a brand, I, I feel like it misses the mark in this case because of not passing the radio test. I feel that's very important, especially now, you know, and it's not just radio, it's podcasting, it's audio, it's word of mouth. You know, you want a domain name that when someone hears it, no matter how they hear it, um, they're able to figure out and find it, you know, very easily and correctly. And I think um, that one misses the boat. Um, it's interesting, rooftop. So now, so that was two different um, versions with the same extension. Now I'm going to go the opposite and talk about two different keyword, same keyword with different extensions, right? So I liked um, rooftop.party um, because I think, well, first of all, rooftop parties have always been kind of a fun thing. And I think now with this notion of it being safer outdoors and, and getting together and gathering outdoors, I think the idea of a rooftop party is actually something that, that could potentially become even more popular, whether that's on a personal level or a commercial level. Um, rooftops are going to be places that are, you, know, you can gather socially distanced and feel safer because it's outdoors. So I thought that rooftop.party um, was really good. I think rooftop.live, to just flip the keyword with a different extension, um, it's pretty good because you know dot live is a great extension for streaming and live names and i see it used a lot but sometimes it doesn't sound or feel right sometimes it feels out of order but i think rooftop live would be a great brand for a show and, and along the same lines of of what i'm talking about with socially gathering on a rooftop to party um a rooftop could be a great place for a, a live show to to happen to occur as an outdoor venue, right? So I think rooftop.live could be a really great brand for some type of entertainment um, venue or show. So I like uh, I like that. Um, well, do you too. have prices that you would recommend that um, Burns list them for? Let's look at the four you talked about: Sneaker World, Vegan World, Rooftop Party, Rooftop Live. Yeah, so I unfortunately haven't done my homework in terms of looking at what the price ranges have been for those extensions, and probably Jebediah is in, in a better position to to okay. answer that question. But I don't I don't think any of these are are you know I don't think they're six figure names or anything like that. But I think they're they're solid brandable names for um, for a business that would want to use them. You know, sneakers are a hot item, and and sneaker world, um, you know, if it, you know could have some real value in terms of you can make money with that extension. So that might be worth a little bit more than the others. Like I'd, I'd probably list sneaker world 
higher than I would list uh, vegan world, for example, vegan.world. So if, without giving a price range, I can tell you which of these I, I kind of would value the highest, probably of the group I would value sneaker world, sneaker.world the highest, um, and maybe rooftop part, top party next, next in line. I love how pricing. you're just always so flexible in your thinking, Jeff. Like, well, I can't give a price, but I can do this. And the other one, I'll just mention one more that I kind of liked too. Uh, I don't know the price range for it, but Kino.online, because and the word Kino is a great, you know, the German word for cinema. And it's, I think, very well known even beyond Germany. And I think in Europe, .online and, and using online as an expression is much more popular than it is here um, um, in the States. So I think Kino.online, if someone's you know, looking in Germany for online films and things like that, I think that's a, that's a nice, so again, it's one of those where the left and the right work very nicely together in my mind. Yeah, and it's one where things are shifting. You know, like even, I think it's Netflix now, you can somehow watch with a friend. I don't know how, I haven't done it yet. Yeah. What are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> but, um, but well, Jeff, you're the movie expert. Have you done that? Uh, well, yeah, yes, not, not with some of the new services, but I've done um, online viewing in sync with other people before, yes. Okay, yeah, so anyway. Um, all right, Jebediah. I don't know what else to say. Jeff is like right on point, right where I'd be. So that was fun. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, then talk about- No, I, I, think, I think Jeff hit, I mean, every major point that I saw on this list as well. Um, there are definitely some names that are so close, but just a little bit off um, from, you know, an investor point of view in my mind. Um, you know, like, um, I guess to go sort of negative, like the idea of, and I'm going to slaughter the name and I apologize. Um, I don't speak that language, um, but uh, Copenhagen, which is an island in um, Thailand. I had to look it up because I was thinking maybe it was, you know, a German spelling of Copenhagen or, or something like that, but it, it's not. That I believe they were going for the, the Thai island there. Um, on a .live extension is, you know, the great idea. Um, and I think they might have been trying to go for, there's a major moon festival there um, every year. Um, but most of the search is done about the moon festival, not the actual island itself. So um, I think it was sort of a, um, a compromise on, on their end. And I think that is, that's a dangerous place to go when you're investing on domains. If you're compromising on uh, uh, search or you're compromising on what people are looking at. Um, I'm with Jeff. I loved Sneaker World. I think that's uh, easy, um, you know, maybe with help from a broker sort of perspective, five figure, mid five figure, high five figure domain name. Um, sneakers are super hot. You know, everywhere you go, you're seeing you know, sneakers at hundreds and hundreds of dollars a piece and being sold out in 20 minutes. So um, I love that name. Um, I liked Vegan World also. Um, I liked ProxyServer.io for an investment capability. Obviously, um, .io is, is popular. Um, I put that one probably in mid, um, mid four figures, um, for an asking price based on sales there. Um, I liked what, you know, I'll be honest. I like what Jeff said about using when you have an SLD and a TLD, just because they're the same SLDs doesn't mean they're going to work across the same TLDs or, or different TLDs. 
Um, I really liked Rooftop Party, and ironically, I really didn't like Rooftop Live. Hmm. Um, I think that uh, there are some, like Jeff said, you're going to have a, a, a narrow niche of who could use the dot .live version um, because they'd have to create their own brand off of it. So it becomes a, a, a true brandable. Um, whereas Party, um, just doing a quick search, there was probably five or six pages just here in the Seattle area where it's always raining that they do rooftop parties. So um, I really liked that name. Um, Trade School Online I liked, except I think you can get a shorter, better version with Trade.School. Um, same thing with IT Degree Online. You can get IT.Degree. Um, ticket Shop Online, same thing. I mean, you're adding an extra word to me. Um, but, um, but overall, I think this is actually a pretty decent list. I think it's good, good stab at, at using updated domain extensions as an investment vehicle. So I think it's pretty good. Thank you, Jebediah. I think, you know, um, you're not being negative. Um, I feel like he is super close. And this is something that I really want the Sherpa Network to see because he clearly put a lot of thought into it mm -hmm. and he's almost there. And so I think what you said about don't compromise when you recognize that you're making a compromise, it's probably time to not invest in that. Um, I think two, that's a great point. If you are already doing an updated TLD, then make sure you're not adding a word like trade school dot online instead of trade dot school. Um, because if they're willing to buy trade school dot online, they'd be more willing and more interested to buy trade dot school. Um, well, and, I, and I'll give a piece of advice into my world as, as a registry broker. I look for people using names like that and I reach out to them to sell them the shorter, more concise version. So when you, and I mean, that, that's what we do as domain brokers. And I think Dave would probably agree. We find people who are using domain names that can do better and we provide better options and that, you know, you can sell, you know, it, it would be a crappy scenario, but let's say you're in negotiations on, on tradeschool.online and suddenly they get an email for trade.school. Well, one of two things are going to happen. You're either going to get a deal because they don't want to pay the price for the new one or you're, you're done and you, you've sort of lost a, a hot lead. So, you know, we've, we've talked numerous, numerous times in domain investing and on, on domain Sherpa about, you know, sometimes it's better to do more quality than quantity. Um, and in those cases, I know some of those domain names are going to be premium names or, or um, possibly into what we would call a platinum level name. But if that's a direction or if that's something that you think it's worth investing in, take a look at what the value is and, and possibly make a bigger play. Maybe not buy six or seven medium names, buy one large. Um, and, you know, definitely be more pinpointed on, on what you want to do there. Um, I don't know if this is um, kosher to ask, but what about world versus club? Um, is there, and Jeff, I think I'm asking you, like what about sneaker world? Couldn't that be replaced with sneaker club? I mean, they're slightly different fields. Yeah, I think I think there's I think you hit you hit the nail on the head, Tess. There's a, there's a slightly different nuance 
to each one. And I think that's where, where the emotional side of domaining comes into play. I mean, depending on who the buyer might be for either of those names and, and what their intended use case or their existing brand is, one of those nuances might feel better than the other. If someone is strictly you know, creating a store where they want to offer all these great sneakers, they might prefer sneaker.world. If someone is trying to build a community around uh, sneakers where people are maybe are buying and trading amongst themselves or some more of an engaged community, they might prefer sneaker.club. So, I mean, a lot of the nuance has to do with the intended use case for the domain, or if it just matches a brand or it might just connect emotionally. Someone just might like the way one sounds better than the others. I mean, all of those are, are driving forces behind the decision-making process. Okay. I think that also, sorry, that also speaks to like what I was saying about your identity online. Like, how do you want to feel about how you're conveying your brand? Um, and, you know, Jeff, I think both, I think Sneaker World and Sneaker Club are awesome domain names. I would, I'd give them both the same amount of credence and it just depends on how the end user wants to use it and how they're going to brand it and how they see it. But they're both great domain names. It doesn't, you know, I don't think, I think a lot of people, if I can go a small rabbit hole real quick, I think everybody thinks that domain extensions are in competition with each other um, or trying to, you know, we're in competition per se as far as like sales and things along those lines goes. But at the end of the day, the users are going to determine what's relevant to them. And so you may not have as many domain names in a certain extension sold, but the people that are using them, that's them, that's themselves. So it's not, you know, dot world over dot club isn't a competition. It's what the end user wants. So um, I think that's a big key that investors should actually look, oh, well, I already have sneaker dot world, so I can't get sneaker club. I get both, you know, like, why not? So. Yeah. No, Jebediah is, is definitely right. I mean, it's, it's, you know, we've used this example before, but it's like, you know, looking at, there is that emotional piece, I think. You look at two houses and one person looks at when one house says it's a dump and the other person looks at the exact same house and it's their dream house. Um, you know, so it's the same with domain names. Sometimes the name just clicks and people feel connected to it. They like it for a variety of reasons and that's the right name. It's not a, it's not a zero sum game. And I think that's the mistake a lot of, of people make. Um, and, and not only is it not a zero sum game, it, it, you know, now more than ever, there are ways to use multiple domain names. So the idea that, you know, if you're a business, you get one domain name and that's it for the rest of your life. You're gonna use that one domain name for everything you do. That's not really the truth anymore. You know, when you have in the sneaker world versus sneaker.club example, that company, sneaker.world, might have this major storefront, and maybe they have a loyalty program, and that's their sneaker.club, and they can utilize both. And, you know, so there's just so many different ways for a brand yeah. or a business to leverage multiple online identities mm -hmm. in relevant ways based on the names. Yeah, you're right. And I will throw a vague shout out. Um, and But subscriptions are such a big deal um, as a business model, and .club lends itself more to that. Um, dot world. I love how you said it, combine the two together. Um, but that subscription piece is a big deal. And you hear that more in dot club. Um, Dave, let's hear from you. And I would appreciate Dave, if you don't mind me asking, um, I would appreciate a little feedback too, about, um, like sunshine.world, what product or service are you going to sell there? Where are the ones where the combination may be all right, but 
there's not a product or service, like what are you going to sell? Where are you going to make money? Where's your ROI? Um, okay, I'll, I'll come to that um, in a minute. Um, I can think about it as, as I'm talking. So um, it's a very good question. Um, I pretty much agree with uh, what Jeff and Jebediah said. Uh, I want to make a couple quick comments. Um, um, I usually agree with everything Jeff says when it comes to marketing. On Kino, I don't think I agree because the, the radio test. And Kino spelled with an E. I think K-E-N-O is a big gambling game. Oh, you're right. You know, some of the restaurants in Massachusetts, they have these things that look like jukeboxes. You put money in, you're betting. It's sort of like close to bingo, maybe. But anyway, um, that's what I was thinking of. When I first saw that, I thought they spelled it wrong. But let's talk about speaker world and vegan world, vegan world for a second. Uh, you know, all three of you are probably much better than I am. I'm sure you are at pricing these domains. But when I look at something like speaker world or vegan world, what I what I do is um, sometimes I think since I'm old fashioned, been around a long time, and .com's been around a long time, I think of speakerworld.com and veganworld.com. What are they worth? It's easier for me to come up with valuations when I move the dot to the right and add a dot com, usually. Sure. Uh, and uh, in the case of uh, um, sun, was it sunshine.world, uh, by the way, I do, I do think world is a very good extension. Um, I don't remember if it was public or not, so I can't say it. It was not mine. But I remember about two years ago, I remember who the broker was too. It was a sale, I think it was public, of a somethingworld.com for $1.2 million. And, uh, and I have actually sold a couple of uh, similar names for six figures. Uh, it's much easier, obviously, when you have a, uh, an item you can sell, vegan food, sneakers, um, you know, so many, so many vegans out there now. And um, even though there was some um, business that went with shoes.com, I think it was Walmart that paid nine, uh, $9 million for shoes.com about two years ago. Sneakers, not quite shoes, but you know, similar. So there's a lot of value in those two names. Sun Sunshine, on the other hand, is less obvious. Um, probably shouldn't say this, back in my college days, not that I did it, but Sunshine was what people, you know, you'd smoke grass or weed I guess they call it a pot back then. Some people, some people were using sunshine, which was uh, LSD at, at the time. So I'm not suggesting you sell that uh, today, that, you know, sunshine.world. But uh, possibly when the travel industry comes, comes around, and it's got a long way to go, when it comes around, uh, possibly for an agency or um, someone in the travel sector that wants to bring tourism to some sunny areas or a sunny area that could work. Um, there's probably some food products um, that are called sunshine something, uh, maybe even just sunshine. I, I don't know why I'm thinking raisins, I don't know why that came to mind, but there's probably something there with sunshine. Um, so it wouldn't be as obvious. And Joe Dyer was talking, and I agree with the way he was targeting uh, these names, it wouldn't be such an obvious target in opportunity. Uh, but I would work with world to try to target. And I, I think about 
um, connotations for sunshine other than um, nice tourist spots. And I would certainly go after the nice tourist spots. You know, like where you are, Phoenix, right? I do, I do tell my uh, relatives on the East Coast uh, that I'm shoveling sunshine, but uh, <laughs> never quite thought of it that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'd be better shoveling sunshine than some other stuff people often shovel. Yeah, that's what, you know, they're having the worst, you know, winter ever. And I'm like, sounds rough. I'm shoveling sunshine over here. Um, that's sunburned today. <laughs> in, in Seattle? No, I'm joking. For you, be like, they're telling oh. you about like their 12 feet of snow. And you're like, yeah, it's rough. I got sunburned today. So hard. <laughs> um, I just feel like, Dave, you're very positive, but... I feel like it's that compromise that Jebediah was talking about. Like it's such a stretch of maybe somehow like, oh, um, were you guys on that um, social? I'm going to have him on Sherpa soon. Um, um, Jothan Frakes was, he had this like chart of the longer it takes you to explain your domain name, the lower the value is. <laughs> and I feel like for Sunshine World, there are like 8 billion other choices and it's too much of an explanation, even though I think, Dave, you were really clear in like how it could possibly have meaning. And that's great for as a salesman. But um, I mean, I think that's where he's super close, but it's too big a stretch. Plus, don't hate me, guys. It's not a dot com. Like you can't have that many stretches. Um, just pick one stretch. Um, in my, in my opinion. Um, but anyway, um, I don't want to go too long. I really appreciate you guys being here. Let's take a second, um, hear from our sponsors. Um, and we'll be right back. FD was built by domain investors to increase your inquiries, sales, and profit. Forget spreadsheets and archived emails, manage your entire investment portfolio in one place using a secure and completely confidential platform. Learn more at FT.com. That's E F. T-Y-F-T.com. So, uh, number three, Namejet list. Um, Jebediah, you are up first. Um, what jumps out at you? Um, obviously, I think the, the single word ones are going to jump out for, you know, you have aliens, you have yogurt.com. Um, I think both of those are good names, um, great names. Um, I like Rojas. Actually, it's kind of weird, but um, I I personally went down kind of a rabbit hole, started like looking at because you know immediately I'm thinking like you know Mexican food and things like that, and then um, I know I'll say this wrong, but it has something to do with um, Hindi religion as well. Um, I think Hinduism, if I remember correctly. R A J A S. Dot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Just for everybody listening. Uh, yeah. So, um, so I like that one, obviously. I mean, short, concise, clean and play with it. Um, some other ones on the list, I wasn't, I mean, they're like went.com. Um, I think it'll gain attention because it's short, it's four characters, but bye, you went somewhere. Like it doesn't like, it doesn't really speak to me as a, as a welcoming brand or as a, um, uh, a positive domain name and most brands are going to want a positive domain it's name. over you missed it yeah yeah so um so i'd probably stay i mean and i but again i think it's going to go probably pretty high because 
it is a four character domain, fourcharacter.com. Um, but me personally, like from a broker perspective, I wouldn't, I would, I don't like selling negatives. So, um, I would, me personally, I'd try and stay away from that. Um, price points, I'm not the best at giving those four dot coms on the investor level. I'll be honest about that, but I would say like aliens and yogurt, you know, high four figures, you're going to invest in them. Um, and then, um, Rojas or Rajas, however you want to say that. Like, let's go 20 bucks because I want to buy that one. So, <laughs> but no, I would say, I mean, I would say, you know, $1,000 or so maybe is yeah. probably where I would cap myself at um, to buy it. Um, just simply because I like it. It's fun. Um, but, but yeah, this is a pretty good list. Actually, yeah. Pretty, yeah. Um, and Rajas has list. the, you know, the classic. Um, consonant, vowel, consonant, vowel, consonant, which is nice as well. Um, went.com, do you think, even though I hear you and agree on the negative, the past, the verb, but what about, because it's so short, um, either being an acronym or um, uh, being like, I don't know, um, you know, uh, speaking of the East Coast, like Wentworth University, or I don't know if there are a bunch of went blah, 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 blah. That would or virtually. W Entertainment. Um, I think you're stretching. I think you're compromising, as we talked about. Oh, burn. Trying to find. .com. That, that's why I think it's going to go. It's going to sell. It's going to sell for a, a good price. And or, you know, be auctioned at a good price and, and somebody's going to pay up for it. Now I may be missing a, an angle that somebody else may have or something like that. But I think like when you're looking at um, negative style names and I'll, I'll use a, an extreme example, if I may let's say something like the word abuse, right? Short five characters.com. I'm not touching it with a 10 foot pole. I don't want any part of that domain name. And there's always going to be the argument, well, it's short and it's a .com and it's, it's stuff like that. I don't want it. It's just, that's not a direction I want to go. I, when, even though it may be an acronym or it may be short for W entertainment or something like that, your brand that you're putting out there as your address is went. Everybody will read it. Who reads English will read went. And that's a negative connotation to me. So, um, like I said, it'll sell, it'll sell well. Um, I'm sure, Within the domaining community, it'll change hands. Um, it'll it'll sell to each other and 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 make the rounds. But I'm not sure I have a, a high end end user that's willing to pay six plus figures for it. So um, that would be my caution on that name personally. But again, I, I could be missing an angle. Yeah, and I think that's where you look up the um, you know Google search results, and basically there are none. It's all dictionary definitions of the word went, and you look up you know at least U.S. trademarks, and basically there are none. It's all went there or went fast, um, and you know there are certain instances where it's gold, and you're like, great, this is an empty slate where I can build something, but this that's where you look at the full picture and combined with everything you said. And I really like your extreme example because it helps to pare it down to a less extreme example. Um, yeah. So interesting. Um, and of course, Jeff immediately sees W entertainment. 
Um, <laughs> I just, I, Jeff, your brain just fascinates me. Um, all right, Dave, what you got? His brain fascinates me as well, actually. Um, <laughs> I, I, I agree with a lot of the comments. <clears throat> Excuse me. I also, I like aliens. I like yogurt. I, I wouldn't be in five figures. I'd be in six figures. Uh, yogurt is a, uh, it's not an industry, but it's a product. And I don't know how many billions and billions of dollars. So I'd be in six figures there. Aliens, I think, is um, poten potentially it's six figures, but I, potentially it's good for um, uh, a video game. Um, I, I don't think Hollywood, Jeff knows more about this than any of us. I don't think Hollywood typically pays that much for domain names. So probably if there was a movie called Aliens, and probably already is, I think there is, they wouldn't pay that much for it. But a video game, perhaps, or um, just a cool name for um, doers or um, some kind of an agency. Um, I actually like Went, um, but the reasons are, as some somebody's already said, Joe I said, um, it is short. Um, I think Tess, you said it's one word. Um, dot com. It's one syllable, easy to spell. But I think that the potential for it, I, if I, if somebody asked me to broker it, I'd broker six figures. I think that it's it's an example of a domain name that could mean something in another culture, in another language, and that it could be purchased in China or or Middle East or anywhere by somebody with a lot of money that really loves the name. It could be any of the other reasons that were mentioned, you know, like uh, it's beginning of Wentworth or beginning of a name or entertainment. But since it's, you know, it's close to want, um, since it's four letters and one syllable.com, I could see it being perhaps someday um, went to the moon or, um, or an, a, a travel agency, you know, um, or um, compete with UPS, FedEx, DHL, went, you know, like ship. So I don't dislike it that much. Um, Fitness Today, not a great name, but it's probably going to be interesting to people. Um, I just on, on the news two days ago, I, I read that many, at least in Massachusetts, probably all over the, all over the country, uh, many um, gyms and fitness centers are shutting down. In fact, I have a daughter in D.C., and she's, she told me that her, um, her gym just sent her an email yesterday saying essentially that they need more um, uh, paying uh, members or they're going to have to shut down. Um, the gym that my wife and I go to, and we have uh, ha had up until April, physical trainers, I mean personal trainers, which um, I found very helpful, uh, they are, they're not even having the personal trainers back yet. And they just opened not too long ago. And I think they're going to have to shut down again soon. So fitness today could be a good name for a, uh, a trainer, someone that lost a small gym, someone that wants to do online training, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not six figures, but I think, I think that um, somebody could get 25000 for that. Other than that, I, I, I agree with Jebediah's um, comments. Cool. Thanks, Dave. Uh, how about you, Jeff? My turn. So, uh, yeah. So, so thinking of the one word, the one word domains, I won't go into when since I think we, we've already gone 
went has come and gone. Um, but um, aliens, you know, right now, you know, if you follow the news, there's a tremendous opportunity with an end user for aliens.com. It'll just um, be very expensive to get to them because they just announced that they found signs of life on Venus. So I'm pretty sure that there's a buyer somewhere out there on Venus for aliens.com. Um, maybe Elon Musk can figure out how to get to them uh, through one of the SpaceX vehicles. But I think, you know, if I were a broker, an intergalactic broker, that would be the name I would be um, liking the best from this list. So I think that that's important. Now, yogurt is a great name, but, um, you know, there is an alternative spelling. So in, in the UK, it's spelt with an H. So um, Y-O-G-U-R-T is the, the dominant spelling, but there is an alternate spelling. So there is some chance for a little bit of confusion there. And the only thing I think about yogurt, yogurt's it's huge, huge industry, but is yogurt something that's sold online? Like what's the business model behind yogurt.com? You know, is, is so, and that's gonna impact the value of the name because if you can't make a lot of money with it, you're not gonna spend a lot of money on it. So I'm not sure what, like a people going to yogurt.com to order their favorite yogurt, I don't know. You know, so I just don't it's know about new. I mean, think of every yogurt commercial you've ever seen. It's it's a mom on the go. It's smooth. It's skinny. It's yeah. delicious. But there's so many brands, and and what do people? What's the buying? What's the buying practice, right? For for yogurt, I don't know. So so while I like the fact that it's a one word domain and it's a huge product, I'm not sure what the online use cases that would give that a higher value than, than some of the other names here. Um, the one name I actually liked a lot that no one mentioned, which is either means I'm, that's either good or bad, was Parent Guide. And I was really surprised that no one mentioned that, parentguide.com. Especially now with, with all the online learning we talked about earlier and all the different new challenges that parents are facing, that I thought just parentguide.com is a great brand for, for something, um, you know, geared towards parents. And, and that's obviously very broad. It could be so many different things. So I really thought that, yes, it's two words, so it's not going to be as, as expensive. But um, I thought Parent Guide is a great potential brand. And just thinking in terms of brandables too, royalblue.com. I have no idea what it would be. I mean, I wouldn't pay through the roof for it, but if I could get that name at a modest price, I think that's a great brandable domain for something because Royal Blue, it just, you know, it's got that feel to it and it could be applied to almost any product category. So it's a good um, brandable name, I thought, that, that no one mentioned. Um, yeah, I like that one too. Um, nobody mentioned Love Portal. And since you're the singles.club <laughs> guy, uh, what do you think about love.portal? I mean, oh. Well, it's not love.portal, it's loveportal.com. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, you know I, I have no, no comment on Love Portal. I don't know. <laughs> The problem, the problem with, with love portal, you know, the word love by itself is such a wonderful word with so many positive meanings. As soon as you add portal to it, it's unfortunately, I think, going to be perceived in, in the um, more salacious um, potential use case of the word. Wow. How's that for being diplomatic? Oh, you dirty boys. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. Um, good point. Um, so aliens.com sounds like the biggest hit on this list. I love it. Um, Jeff, are you willing to, um, brand yourself as the first intergalactic domain broker? 
Oh, if I could sell that to um, someone on Venus, I would be proud to do so. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll, we'll be waiting with bated breath. <laughs> <laughs> but the price, the price will be very high because it's going to have to include the trip to Venus to, uh, to deliver the domain, right? <laughs> First billion dollar domain name. Exactly. I don't know. Do they even use uh, money? They're probably using Bitcoin. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're at the end of the show. Um, Shout outs. Anybody? What's going on? You brokering anything interesting? Um, What's what's the latest? Uh, Let's go Dave, Jeff, Jebediah. Dave, you're up. Uh, Well, Cito, there's a lot going on. Uh, We... uh, well, you know, in, in the U.S., in a Boston office, uh, the office has been closed for six months, so people have been working at home. That's worked out quite well. In a German office uh, in Cologne, uh, I guess about two months ago, people started going back, but they're not back full-time. People, it's a combination of uh, the hybrid approach, work at home, work there. We've been doing surveys, and uh, we haven't seen any kind of fall-off in service to our clients, um, they understand people are working at home, they're working at home, so that's been good. Um, and um, we have some auctions coming up, uh, probably, I don't know when this will be published exactly, but we have a four-letter auction coming, four-letter.com auction coming up in about a week or so, and, and um, another great domains auction in October. We're seeing some really good submissions to that. Um, I am focusing more on names to broker that I think fit the times. I think our other brokers are as well. A couple of them uh, that I'm about to sign exclusive with, I can't mention, but um, we have, we, our brokers, including myself, we have a bunch of, a bunch of really uh, tempting names that we're reaching out to trying to figure out what um, change there should be in, in terms of how you reach out and when you reach out. You know, I mean, people are at home now. So what exactly does that mean? So I've been playing around with that. I'm not quite there yet, but um, things are going pretty well. That's cool. Um, so we're filming today, Tuesday, September 22nd. It is the birthday of both Jeff and Jebediah's daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, but So we're airing on September 28th, Monday. So it sounds like Maybe about a day later, your fourletter.com is going to auction. Um, can you say what it is? Can I say when it is? I what, say. what the domain is or no? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. We are hosting an auction. And in the auction, there will be fourletter.coms. Um, it doesn't have to be words. It can be. And, um, and I think they all are starting at a minimum of $99. Okay. $99 reserves. All of them. Um, clearly, for $99, so not, most of them, are, are, or all of them, are not going to be um, one, uh, one word.coms, but they are four letter.coms. And then um, in October is Great Domains. Okay, very nice. Sorry, I'm laughing at Jebediah's cat. Um, but cat. Right, so we will keep an eye out for both auctions on CEDO. Sounds interesting. Uh, Jeff, what's happening? Right. So we, we, um, we launched a new um, site for our super premium names with landing pages and for sale pages for them at domainsearch.club. 
And one of the fun things we did, we did a little experiment um, just before NamesCon. We wanted to do something for our registrar partners because we weren't going to be able to see them in person like we usually do. So we actually hosted, we hijacked one of our premium names that's for sale, comedy.club. And this is one of the nice things about being a registry. It's easy for us to do that. So we, we borrowed comedy.club, which is for sale. And we hosted a live comedy club show on Zoom for our registrar partners the night before NamesCon. And we had about 50 people in attendance live. Um, and it was a lot of fun. We actually had professional comedians that we hired and, and, and it was kind of a really fun show. So we've actually embedded the video of that whole show at comedy.club on the for sale lander. So if you go to comedy.club, not only could you put a bid in on that great name, but you can actually watch the comedy.club show in its entirety. So um, that was kind of a fun, uh, fun experiment. Uh, That's super did. cool. Wow, nice. Good for you. All right, Jebediah, what are you and your cat up to? I'm not a cat person. I want to put that out there. That's my wife's cat. That is not my cat. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well, first off, you know, happy birthday to my daughter. Love you. And, um, um, Matt, you know, I think uh, you're like now I'm, I'm the bad dad who didn't say that. Thanks, <laughs> Jebediah. Thanks a lot. Dude, your daughter's not what? watching. So we Sherpa? <laughs> All right. Um, uh, I think, uh, I mean, just been up to you. I think like Dave said, we've been brokering some great domains that are relevant to current times. Um, you know, I'm really excited about that. Things like that. Um, you know, just, we talked about kids and education and stuff like that. I mean, we have dot school dot Academy. Um, those have been really popular lately. Um, and then dot live is always, I mean, it's just category killer. So, um, those have been really exciting. Those are extensions that I have fun, obviously having kids, you know, working with schools and stuff like that to help do that. I think that makes me feel good. Um, other than that, I mean, uh, donuts, we're launching uh, contact coming up here shortly. Um, it's going to be really cool. It's going to be a unique launch. Um, something that we have never done before. Um, so I don't know how many details I can give out on that, but, um, it's pretty exciting, um, you know. Um, other than that, you know, getting used to uh, like like Namescon trade shows and you know stuff like that. Obviously, donuts being involved in numerous different verticals. We we attend trade shows in all sorts of different ways lately, which is pretty cool. So um, we have one here in Seattle that I'll be attending later today. Um, obviously via online. So um, it's just kind of an interesting time, and I'm glad to see that you know most people are able to, to take it on so um and, and and work with it so but yeah that's what's going on excited about it so. fantastic um dot contact you have any idea when that's going to launch yeah soon oh, <laughs> um All right. i think it's i want to say i think it's within 30 days from from us filming now so okay. um uh, yeah. Um, be on the watch for it though. You, you'll hear about it for sure. And like I said, it's a very unique launch that Donuts is doing. We're very excited about the extension because there's just great unique uh, ways to use dot .contact. Um, you know, one of the biggest things that we've seen lately is, you know, what we consider online business cards. 
Um, everybody's just sort of putting their name and number out there, you know, being in contact with everybody. And so there's great, there's great opportunities there for investors and end users um, with this unique launch. So I'll leave and that for, dangling for everybody. For our, friends on, for our friends on Venus too. I want to put a bid in for aliens. Yeah, so contact. first aliens contact, contact, make yeah. contact. Yeah. Oh my God, you guys. I think we should end this with um, to infinity and beyond or like to the internet and beyond. How do you do the Spock thing? I can't do it. I'm not, my, my fingers don't work. All right, okay, this is the <laughs> one. You know, cyber train, Live long and prosper. Like every right. time you start and finish a domain Sherpa, you need to do the hand. So, all right, Jebediah, this time. All right, everybody, bye Sherpa Network. We'll see you all next time. <laughs> <laughs>